2 Kings chapter 24 During Jehoiakim's reign, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded. So Jehoiakim became his vassal for three years, until he turned and rebelled against Nebuchadnezzar. And the Lord sent Chaldean, Aramean, Moabite, and Ammonite raiders against Jehoiakim, in order to destroy Judah, according to the word that the Lord had spoken through his servants, the prophets. Surely this happened to Judah at the Lord's command, to remove them from his presence because of the sins of Manasseh and all that he had done, and also for the innocent blood he had shed. For he had filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, and the Lord was unwilling to forgive. As for the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim, along with all his accomplishments, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Jehoiakim rested with his fathers, and his son Jehoiachin reigned in his place. Now the king of Egypt did not march out of his land again, because the king of Babylon had taken all his territory, from the brook of Egypt to the Euphrates River. Jehoiachin was eighteen years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Nehushta, daughter of Elnathan. She was from Jerusalem, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord, just as his father had done. At that time the servants of Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon marched up to Jerusalem, and the city came under siege. And Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon came to the city while his servants were besieging it. Jehoiachin king of Judah, his mother, his servants, his commanders, and his officials all surrendered to the king of Babylon. So in the eighth year of his reign the king of Babylon took him captive. As the Lord had declared, Nebuchadnezzar also carried off all the treasures from the house of the Lord and the royal palace, and he cut into pieces all the gold articles that Solomon, king of Israel, had made in the temple of the Lord. He carried into exile all Jerusalem, all the commanders and mighty men of valor, all the craftsmen and metalsmiths, ten thousand captives in all. Only the poorest people of the land remained. Nebuchadnezzar carried away Jehoiachin to Babylon, as well as the king's mother, his wives, his officials, and the leading men of the land. He took them into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. The king of Babylon also brought into exile to Babylon all seven thousand men of valor, and a thousand craftsmen and metalsmiths, all strong and fit for battle. Then the king of Babylon made Mataniah, Jehoiachin's uncle, king in his place, and changed his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem eleven years. His mother's name was Hamutal, daughter of Jeremiah. She was from Libna. And Zedekiah did evil in the sight of the Lord, just as Jehoiakim had done. For because of the anger of the Lord, all this happened in Jerusalem and Judah, until he finally banished them from his presence. And Zedekiah also rebelled against the king of Babylon. Chapter 25 So in the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, on the tenth day of the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon marched against Jerusalem with his entire army. They encamped outside the city and built a siege wall all around it. And the city was kept under siege until King Zedekiah's eleventh year. By the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine in the city was so severe that the people of the land had no food. Then the city was breached, and though the Chaldeans had surrounded the city, all the men of war fled by night by way of the gate between the two walls near the king's garden. 
they headed toward Araba, but the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho, and all his army was separated from him. The Chaldeans seized the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon at Riblah, where they pronounced judgment on him, and they slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. Then they put out his eyes, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. On the seventh day of the fifth month, in the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar's reign over Babylon, Nebuzaradan, captain of the guard, a servant of the king of Babylon, entered Jerusalem. He burned down the house of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem, every significant building. And the whole army of the Chaldeans under the captain of the guard broke down the walls around Jerusalem. Then Nebuzaradan, captain of the guard, carried into exile the people who remained in the city, along with the deserters who had defected to the king of Babylon and the rest of the population. But the captain of the guard left behind some of the poorest of the land to tend the vineyards and fields. Moreover, the Chaldeans broke up the bronze pillars and stands and the bronze sea in the house of the Lord, and they carried the bronze to Babylon. They also took away the pots, shovels, wick trimmers, dishes, and all the articles of bronze used in the temple service. The captain of the guard also took away the censers and sprinkling bowls, anything made of pure gold or fine silver. As for the two pillars, the sea and the movable stands that Solomon had made for the house of the Lord, the weight of the bronze from all these articles was beyond measure. Each pillar was eighteen cubits tall. The bronze capital atop one pillar was three cubits high, with a network of bronze pomegranates all around. The second pillar with its network was similar. The captain of the guard also took away Saraiah, the chief priest, Zephaniah, the priest of second rank, and the three doorkeepers. Of those still in the city, he took a court official who had been appointed over the men of war, as well as five royal advisers. He also took the scribe of the captain of the army, who had enlisted the people of the land, and sixty men who were found in the city. Nebuzaradan, captain of the guard, took them and brought them to the king of Babylon at Riblah. There at Riblah, in the land of Hamath, the king of Babylon struck them down and put them to death. So Judah was taken into exile, away from its own land. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, appointed Gedaliah, son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, over the people who he had left behind in the land of Judah. When all the commanders of the armies and their men heard that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah as governor, they came to Gedaliah at Mizpah, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, Jehanan, son of Kareah, Sariah, son of Tenhumath, the Netophathite, and Jezaniah, son of Mekethite, as well as their men. And Gedaliah took an oath before them and their men, assuring them, Do not be afraid of the servants of the Chaldeans. Live in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will be well with you. In the seventh month, however, Ishmael, son of Nethaniah, the son of Elishamah, who was a member of the royal family, came with ten men and struck down and killed Gedaliah, along with the Judeans and Chaldeans who were with him at Mizpah. Then all the people, small and great, together with the commanders of the army, arose and fled to Egypt for fear of the Chaldeans. On the twenty-seventh day of the twelfth month of the thirty-seventh year of the exile of Judah's king Jehoiachin, in the year evil Merodach became king of Babylon, he released King Jehoiachin of Judah from prison, and he spoke kindly to Jehoiachin 
and set his throne above the thrones of the other kings who were with him in Babylon. So Jehoiachin changed out of his prison clothes, and he dined regularly at the king's table for the rest of his life. And the king provided Jehoiachin a daily portion for the rest of his life.